Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day in our life. We thank you for the fact that we are alive. We thank you that we are well, and we thank you more importantly that we are before you. That you look upon us with your eyes of mercy. You do not turn us away. You are ever willing to draw us near to you. And you are ever willing to provide your grace that strengthens, nurtures, and lifts us up by the working of your spirit in our life. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for health. We thank you for family. We thank you, Lord, for quickening us in the spirit. When we come to you to draw and drink from you again at the start of this day, when we come to you with gratitude in our heart and when we empty ourselves, you are ever willing to fill it with your word, with your revelation. Something that will change the course of some important decisions in our lives, Lord. We thank you. We thank you that you are ever willing to pour out your wisdom into us. And you said, let him who lacks ask, and you shall give. As your word in James 1 verse 5 says, the full measure, not holding back, not withholding anything, not in accordance with what we deserve, but in accordance with your provision, your bounty, Lord. We thank you. And we thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts so that in our place of prayer, we are able to focus on our relationship with you. We are able to commune with you. We are able to go above and beyond the level of fear, of worry, and of our cares and concerns. To rise above that plane, above the clouds. To soar beyond. And then receive your light. Which is towering over and above any of these circumstances in our lives. That which brings transformation. That which gives us new direction. That which shapes our thoughts and our actions ahead. The renewal of mind. We thank you, Father. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. <coughs> and we share it with all Christians everywhere that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. We ask for a quickening in their spirits as well, Father. Let their eyes be open to the truth, knowing that it is the truth and it is the spirit of truth who sets free. And so, Father, we call on your name. The one who is the lifter of men, the great I am, the Elohim Adonai, the Lion of Judah. The one who makes parched lands a pool of water and thirsty lands spring of water. Through your light, through your revelation, Father, you are able to transform any circumstance, any situation. You grant us the ability to turn it. You show us the way there. We thank you, Father. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who initiated prayer, showing us that prayer with the word and the spirit can bring all sorts of movement in the spirit realm. The one who is our daily bread, 
and in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the creator, the spirit of Jesus who worked miracles during his ministry, the one who raised him from the dead and now gives life to our mortal body, the one who quickens us and convicts against all wickedness, the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father, the one who is the spirit of victory. Father, we thank you for giving us that comforter. We thank you for giving us your rock to be our foundation. We thank you, Father, for blessing us with the opportunity to pray. We thank you that you do not give up on us, Lord. That you are ever willing to draw us near back to you. And all you want is that relationship with us. And you want for us to live in abundance and dominion. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by your precious blood, Jesus, declaring it as our hedge of protection, our barricade in the spirit. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for this day. Let your kingdom come in our lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption from all of these calamities. In the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we declare your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, Lord. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish. So that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. We declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it. And so we say with confidence this morning, today, Lord, I am winning souls for Christ. Today, God will meet all my needs through his miracle supplies, through his five loaves and two fish, through his destiny helpers. Today, I expect God to bless me that I might be a blessing to everyone around me. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life in our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. And today we will start a two-part series on knowing when to speak and when to remain silent. You may have heard in the movies where it is often said by some law enforcement authority, you have the right to remain silent. Anything that you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. And this is true even in God's court of law as well. Satan, the accuser, is not omniscient. He does not know everything. And so he will try to get you to speak out. And then use your words and the information that you provide to him against you in that court of law. 
the accuser. So what do you do? You have a choice to remain silent. You must know when to speak and when not to. Let's look at a couple of examples in the Bible. And I'll look at them from the angle of spiritual warfare. As if you are the main character in that scene in the Bible that, said, that has encountered Satan. So our first one is the case of Eve in the Garden of Eden. The serpent came to her seeking information and asked her, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? So the fact there is, he didn't know for sure, but was for sure observing her, observing her movements, and he knew there were certain patterns there, where she moved to some things and then didn't go to certain other trees. He had doubt and he asked, did God really say so? Now, if Eve were not to engage with him or not to tell him what she was told or instructed, then he wouldn't know and wouldn't be able to beguile her. There are many occasions where we, being unsuspecting of the other person, blabber out, Everything that is in our hearts. There are times when we confide in a friend and then they let out our secret. We share personal information with office colleagues or neighbors. And there is a possibility of it being misused. It is not necessarily wrong to share. But it is important to know whom not to share it with, to discern. When must you remain silent and keep it to yourself? That is what we need to discern. Let's look at a second example now. This is that of Herod when Jesus was born. When Herod wanted to locate the new king of the Jews at his birth, his intention was obviously to kill him. He asked the wise men about the exact day and time they saw the star. And since he couldn't get location, now imagine that or visualize it from the angle of Satan trying to locate the Christ. That essentially is what it was. Satan trying to locate the Christ so that he could nullify that threat at birth itself. Now you see that mentioned in the book of Revelations as well where the dragon tried to eat the child that the woman would birth. But the woman escaped with the child to Egypt. And that's what happened here in his case as well. But Herod couldn't identify the location, couldn't get a definite location. And so what did he do? He ordered all children that were under two years old, allowing for a little time before and after all children that were under that age to be killed, hoping that this child would be one of them. And that's how Satan would do it as well. When he doesn't have the required information that you provide him, because you didn't provide that information, 
we will try a blanketed approach hoping that you would be included in it <clears throat> what about a third example what about that of samson god instructed him to closely guard the secret of his strength he was a nazarite his strength lay in his hair the long hair but he took it lightly especially in the case of delilah knowing that delilah was with the philistines with the enemy he was he still engaged with her and it was like playing with fire he took things for granted and became overconfident eventually disclosed his secret to delilah and then the rest was history he was blinded though anointed from god he was enslaved which he shouldn't have been and he later had to die the information that he revealed cost him his anointing and his life the information that eve revealed cost her and adam to be cast out of the garden and be cursed what information are you revealing and at what cost to you and whom are you revealing it to are we making that same mistake like them what about jesus when you look at even during his trial with pontius pilate there were parts of that conversation there question and answer time with pilate where jesus spoke and there were certain other parts where he remained silent we need that discernment to know when to speak and what to speak and when we should keep things to ourselves and be quiet and we shall stop there for today and continue on this topic again tomorrow father in the name of jesus i pray for that discernment opening of our eyes to look into our own circumstances with the information that we carry that is critical to our ministry that is critical to our personal objectives to our ambitions in life to information about our family to our reputation to our safety to our protection what are we revealing to others lord we ask for that discernment to know whom to engage with and whom not to and then what and to what extent of information should we reveal how much of it we ask for that edification in our spirit this day lord and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized or will undergo any kind of procedures this day for all families that are embattled that are facing any kind of division or separation lord what you have joined together let no man and no spirit divide 
We pray for all those that are facing all kinds of strongholds in their lives. And each one of us in some way or the other are fighting some limitation, some weakness within us. We declare every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the yoke-breaking anointing of the Spirit, by the blood of Jesus. We declare freedom. We declare, Lord, a renewal of mind. Let there be a fresh portion of your grace, poured, your mercy poured into each of our lives. So that through that renewing of our mind, we shall not conform to the ways of the world. We are able to recognize the weakness, the vulnerability within, our inclination towards the flesh within, and rise above it, especially that of prayerlessness, of ignorance, and moving and staying away from your word. That of poverty, and that of busyness. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends as well. especially those that are not yet saved. And we ask for their quickening, Lord, today. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit and with your Holy Spirit, we believe, Lord, that you would do what we ask of you. When we ask in the name of Jesus, because that is what his word in Matthew 18, 19, his promise to us is. We hold on that promise and we release our faith, believing that we have received all that we have asked for and released in our faith now. That is answered prayer for sure. This is our faith, Lord, and we release it now. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let's make a start with one syllable and ask him to take over. Let us make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shandakia Sarakada Papa, 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 Pap
The scripture um, that was placed on my heart this morning is from Romans 6, verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Ephesians 4, verse 29, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's powerful reflections, the morning encounters, the, the, the daily rosary and divine mercy and the Friday Bible study sessions, please share links for people to join. It is the same Zoom and YouTube link that we share on our Telegram group before each of these sessions. You will also find these links on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel. Recordings are also available on our Facebook page, our YouTube channel and on our Spotify podcast page. You can share those recordings with them as well. Also a reminder that there will be no Bible study session tomorrow. Our next Bible study session will be the following Friday. That is the first Friday in the new year.
and that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell.